0: I inhaled deeply, held it in, slowly tilted my head back, and kept it there as I gazed up at the single bare light bulb hanging from the rafter of the dark, unfinished garage. I then blew out a consistent blast of frosty, vaporous smoke and watched it slowly swirl, coalesce and form apparition-like shapes which joined the rest as they floated and hung in the air against a backdrop of darkness. Shortly after, I began to detect a quiet yet high-pitched ringing in my ears that slowly got louder and louder as I began to feel a slight numbness in my limbs and I swore that I could hear ever so faintly, cowardly, amused cackling and the fluttering of demons' wings coming from the dark corners above. After a few seconds, I leveled my head and eyes to see three shadowed faces looking at me, waiting, and grinning hello everyone my name is bishop freesh thank you very much for being here and welcome to My Life Through Music where I talk about the significant events in my life along with the songs and music that were either there at the time or describe thoughts, feelings, or emotions I was experiencing at those particular places and at those particular times. And the song that does it for these memories is Euphoria, a Mirian mix by Collide, released in 2004. Now, there are several, several great versions and mixes of this awesome song. But this one, the Amirian mix, for me, for me, is the one that fully brings this particular experience, whether I like it or not, but brings this experience to life and brings me face to face with myself 33 years ago. This song starts out slow and mysterious, just like the the climax of this demented night did with a growing sense of the unknown and the unfamiliar, bringing atmospheric, unusual and ritualistic sounds held down by a methodical beat and pulse. And then you get the haunting, hypnotic voice of Corinne that, that puts you in a... A paralyzing trance, building you up for something. You don't know what it is yet, but continuously building. And at one minute, 55 seconds, just like after blowing out the smoke in that garage, it hits you and takes you on this quick, yet dangerous, heart pumping, euphoric roller coaster ride. But then when it's over, It kicks you off and it tells you I know that was fun I know you liked it and I know you want to ride again but the only way to ride again is to go back and start over and in my opinion that's how dependency starts Dependency on anything. I know that when we talk about dependency We talk about drugs and alcohol, but it could be anything So as I mentioned in the last video after we got what we wanted from the guys after we scored um, From those guys in that neighborhood on the corner we went back to Tanner's house And we began this hideous ritual that led up to what I just described. And in a few videos prior to this, I briefly mentioned my familiarity with drugs. And the fact of the matter is that for quite some time I had been experimenting with several different drugs and in their many different individual forms. And it doesn't take long before that road splits and you believe that you're still experimenting and someone says, no, you're not experimenting, you have a problem. So I have to rewind a little bit and rewind to the point right before Attendance Girl and I started getting serious, probably a year and a half prior to this. One night, while we were waiting uh, at school for the bus to, to return from an away game for the JV football team and volleyball teams, uh, my younger brother was on the, the JV team and her younger sister was on the volleyball team. And they always traveled together, which meant they were coming back on the same bus. And I didn't even have my driver's license at the time. Um, but being in such a rural area, my parents were like, just go get them. Go get them. Ain't nobody going to mess with you. And so, so this particular night, I pulled into the parking lot at the school in my, my mom's white four-door Buick Regal. And I saw um, her dark blue Volkswagen, her Volkswagen Bug. Uh, Parked and I I parked right next to it and and This was shortly after the typing class episode. So we weren't dating. We weren't together uh, We were just friends. We were talking all the time so I get out of my car my mom's car and I get into her car and We were just talking like we normally did and on that particular night the bus was really late and so we, we talked for a while And during this conversation, she said that she was aware of what I was doing. And if we were ever going to get serious, I would have to stop all that. Because she didn't want to be around it. She didn't want to be around any of it. And on that night, I promised her that I would stop. And just like we always do... I really did mean it. I meant it at the time. Fast forward a year and a half later, this is where I was. Somehow, all this time, I was able to compartmentalize this part of my life, keep it contained, and still be with her while hiding this this revolting, ugly, and reticent secret and hide it not only from her but from Pretty much everybody else. So here I am now on my way home from this latest trip. Now I'm back in California, driving across the hot Arizona desert on the I-10 with California Kid, and I found myself really tormented by all the secrets I was concealing and protecting and all the consequences of a Attendance Girl and, and others finding out. And now the name of the band comes into play, Collide. I picked up on this while I was putting these notes together, Collide. Yeah, that's exactly what I needed to prepare myself for because I knew that I knew what I was doing and I knew eventually morals and vice would someday collide. And they say that love is like a drug, but what happens when drugs are likened to love? At that point, you ain't experimenting anymore. And when I got home, I did what I normally did about everything else, I ignored it. And the reason I ignored it was, everything seemed to be fine. (laughs) We always say that. Everything's fine. Everything, including attendance girl, everything was fine. So I just picked up where I left off before I went. And in my mind, this was just one more time, one more set of destructive and nefarious deeds I was able to keep hidden. But instead of being discouraged, what I did was... It, it it actually emboldened me to just keep going. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't know when or where it would all come crashing down. But I was going to ride this out. And that's what I did. You know, at this stage of my life I I have a practice that I do once a quarter. It involves me taking some time to myself I go deeper than normal into my meditation practice. I do a lot of reflecting. And I reflect on how grateful I am to, to be here. And for what I have. And to fully appreciate it, I take a moment to look back at where I've been. That's important. And I just oppose it to where I am today. In order to understand all of myself, I must recognize, know, and accept all of me. And accepting all of me includes not only the light, but yes, the dark as well. And I've been able to learn a great deal from both, both sides of me, the dark and the light. And this is why Euphoria, the Amirian mix, is where it's at in my my life through music playlist. And why I need to thank Collide for this song. For bringing me face to face with one of my many dark parts of my past. But I can smile because I know the ending of this long, long story. One last thing. If, if, if somebody out there just happens to be watching, whenever... Right now, weeks from now, years from now, decades from now, whenever, and you find yourself uh, dependent on something, whether it's drugs, alcohol, and you're having an issue with it, please get some help. Talk to somebody. Reach out to someone, a trusted family member, a friend. There are many organizations out there that can help. Believe me, there are people, there are people who care. I'm going to put a link to this song uh, in the description below uh, so you can check it out. It's a really intense song and it's a really, it's a a very good song. Um, Along with a a block of other songs that just kind of generally um, describes what was going on during that time of my life. Uh, I can't talk about all of the songs and all the details, but um, it'll definitely give you a, a good idea of what was really going on. In the next video, I plan on talking about how I continued to ignore the valuable and precious warnings as I started to lose my grip on, well, pretty much everything. As I talk a little bit more about my life through music oh yeah it's easy to talk about this sort of thing now after you've suffered through the consequences and the aftermath and you do the work and do the things necessary to get you healthy and in a good space which takes a long time but I'm glad I did I'm glad I did, absolutely, absolutely. No, No. nobody ever pressured me, nobody ever threatened me, nobody ever made fun of me, nobody ever made me feel any kind of way if I didn't go along with what was going on. I did this stuff by myself. I chose to do it and um, it was all me. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame anybody except myself.